up, guys? Hey, what it do, baby? What's up? Hey, in the cut, goddamn, I'm back, I'm back. What's good? Uh uh, got you in the cut, goddamn. Hello, guys. Obviously, you can hear my voice. It's Tiana Arabi in the building. Welcome to Rhyme She. I'm so excited. Sorry, Ray. I could tell, but having your moment, I was leaving you to have your moment. <laughs> yes. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Introduce yourself, man. <laughs> oh. Hey, guys, it's Ray Sang. <laughs> and I'm going to follow the footsteps of you guys from last week. You guys sounded so sad when you said, Oh, Tiana's not here. Of um, course, we were sad. I know, I know, I know. I have an impact on you guys. I'm of sorry. course. But um, our babes, our sweetie uh, Mimi is not here. She had to attend to something. But it is just the two of us. Just the two of us. Ay. You know, I've but, never known the words to that song. Um, wait, just the two of us. What's we the line can, after that? We can do it if we try. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one. Okay, cool. It's not, it's not just me. <laughs> we can wait, wait, wait. We can do it if we try. Just the two of us. It's a banger though. I just don't know the words. I think that's the way it goes. I think that's the way it goes. We're wrong with that, boy. We're wrong with that. <laughs> um, yeah, missing you, Mimi. Um, send you our barrel. Um, hugs and love, sis. I feel like my child is like not here. But yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. This is episode... What episode are we on? Are we on episode seven? Seven? I think it's oh, seven. Oh my gosh, episode seven. Woo! Almost at ten. I can't believe it. I know. Um, so much has happened, guys. We're just going to get right into it. We've got so much to fill you guys in. So much has been happening. Obviously, um, the Black Lives Matter protests are still going on. But yeah, let's just get right into it, man. Um, first of all, Ray, how are you, darling? I know it's been like a heavy, a heavy two wow. weeks. Yeah. I think for me, like I had to, it got to a point where I just had to be realistic with myself and like, actually acknowledge that my mental health probably wasn't in the best place and just like take time off socials just relax because like the fight against racism isn't slowing down at any point so I feel like it's just a case of take time out recharge your batteries and then get back to it so yeah yeah Yeah, I think like as black people we all just have to I feel like there's this nature of us just having to push through and having to get on with it Mm. Um, but I think this is this I haven't felt as heavy as, like, I think this is the heaviest I've ever felt in, in my life mm-hmm. um, these two weeks. Like, a lot of anxiety, a lot of sadness, a lot of um, just stress, a lot of, you know, just a lot of emotions that I just didn't understand. And it's just like, do you know what? I need to get up and do content. I need to do, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, like, I mentally cannot just do this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, yeah. like, it was like, after like years and years of like basically being gaslighted telling like people telling you that racism doesn't exist to finally have people acknowledge that it's a thing it's kind of like oh thank god I'm not crazy like do you know what I mean like so yeah I think that feeling of like oh my god they they see it they see it like it was very overwhelming because I I, I can't lie there was a part of me that never thought we'd ever get to this place just because of how long we've kind of basically been told oh you know the UK isn't a racist country racism doesn't exist I mean, some people are seeing it at least. Mm. I feel like there'll always be a, a group yeah. of people that doesn't. But I feel like the fact that even brands are like starting to acknowledge it means that people somewhere are seeing it, uh-huh. which which means that change is at least possible. Not that it's going to be easy. Yeah. But it's I, I, I think we're shifting into something new. And I, I, a lot of people have had like 50-50 comments over like, you know, protesting doesn't work, speaking up doesn't work. Well, yes, it does. Because those motherfucking statues are coming down, baby. Literally. And Even though I kind of low-key yeah. feel like that's a distra- distraction. Oh my gosh, sirens. Sorry, guys. You know, <laughs> we're still in the pandemic. <laughs> Sorry. You might hear a couple. I live in East London. It's, a, it's the norm around here. Oh yeah. my god! Are they gone? Good. Okay, back into it. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was saying. I feel like statues yeah. are a bit of a distraction. Do you think? Like, I think so. I feel like what they what what is going to happen is that the focus is going to become on whether or not we should be taking down statues rather than the other stuff that will actually pres- like produce sustainable change. I feel yeah, like that's that's yeah. where the conversation is going to shift to. I I I think yeah. 
Because everyone, was, uh, my friend was like, you know, I just don't understand why people are protesting. I just don't understand. And I was like, you got, you got, you got to imagine a puzzle. Every part of change, there's a puzzle. Some people need to protest. Some people need to be doing the work back, back backstage some mm-hmm. people need to be donating some people need to be signing peti- petitions it all works into one so like you might see an insignificant in one area but it's all part of the bigger picture mm-hmm. if that makes sense 100%. a lot of amazing things have come out of um protesting of people raising their voices and this is the first time i, I i'm assuming that the whole world has protested t- together for change um yeah I, I think it's a i think it's a bit of a weird one i do think because obviously the tl's a bit quieter this week and people are like no one is talking about black, black lives Matter. no baby we're trying to do stuff behind closed doors now yeah. um, i did a webinar on racism in tv and this is the first time i've actually spoken out properly about my whole experience in television and how horrendous it's been and i started crying in the middle of the flipping seminar um the webinar and the amount of messages i got after was so overwhelming i was like oh my gosh maybe this is what why i've been placed in this industry maybe Mm. this because i've always been like why because my journey into tv has been like just just i I know yeah it's been up and down but i know god wants me there so i've always Mm. been like you know what's my purpose what what why am i here and i think those messages kind of like helped me to to be like there's no time for me to be quiet or suppress my feelings. There's now time for change and to start creating spaces for my people, which was always my 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 plan. My plan has always to been like bring people in, but I've always seen the the struggle of my people getting promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I think the journey. I think everyone is doing their bit. Everyone needs to be doing their bit. But people thinking the one thing I don't like is people thinking that you need to be vocal on Twitter to. That means be doing something. you're doing something. Yeah, absolutely yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because, boy, I've had quite my quiet days, but I've been doing stuff. Yeah. It's actually funny that you mentioned that, though, because, like, quite a lot of women, like, within different industries are kind of speaking out. So you had Leanne from Little Mix. Mm. Then you also had, I think her name is Keisha Buchanan. I think I said that right, from yeah, Trigger Babe. Like, when she came out, I was like, oh, my gosh. I can't imagine what you went through because you were, like, amongst... She was definitely like a, a minority in entertainment back then. Like, yeah, there was no one who really looked like, especially being a dark skinned woman. I'm yeah, like, girl, I, there was like one. There was like one thing she said that like really like scared me. She was like, th- there was a point where she was signing contracts that she didn't even understand because yeah. she didn't want to be seen as difficult. Yeah, I'm like, what? Do you know that kind of level of like fear or like yeah. that you have to be feeling in order to yeah. sign a contract as in something you know that you're going to be locked into for God knows how many years? I said black people in this industry have really suffered, you know? Absolutely. Because well, how do you even get yeah. out of that? Because like you can't even turn around and be like, I technically signed that under duress because like once you signed it, that's pretty much it. Like yeah. you now have to yeah. live with whatever the consequences are. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a sticky one. I think in so many areas, there's just people speaking out. My friend started speak that like she she's like a finance savvy, like she works at Barclays. She spoke out about her experience, and I said, "Girl, first of all, how the hell did you let this happen? Because I would have punched a motherfucker in the face for real." Her mm. like everyone's been through, it. and I I think it's so important that whatever sector you're in, make sure you are standing up for for something and doing and being part of that change, no matter how little, no matter how big. Um, I haven't been protesting, but I'm definitely making my 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 steps known. Mm-hmm. I think education is super, super important because I feel like the only way things are going to change for the generation coming after us is if we actually speak about them and say, like, this is what happens. Yeah. But this is how you navigate the situation if and you come across it. educate themselves in general. Like, a yeah. lot of people don't know. I understand a lot of Black people not wanting to know their history because it triggers them. Um, things like Thirteenth triggered me, even when I watched When They See um See Us. When They See Us, yeah. Oh my gosh, that that inf- that literally makes me cry. It infuriates me how they ruined their lives. Like, so I understand when Black people don't want to like in like don't want to participate in that type of knowledge. But it's so important that you know, like it's so important that you know. And white people, I'm so sorry, we're not going to educate you. We don't need to educate you. There's so many documentaries. There's so many films. There's so much research you can do. That Google is free. 
mm-hmm. and do your research. They, I think they don't like coming into conclusion that of what their ancestors did. Yeah, because their privilege is being able to be ignorant. They have benefited from their wealth. Because no, I'm not being f- funny here. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, I was just like, I think there was a space in my life where I was like, why are white people? Why do white people have money? And they're like, like, and they do half the work that we do. Because like, of generational wealth. No, but this might sound mad. And I didn't know that so many of them benefited from slavery. Yeah. Your granddad benefited from slavery and is still probably getting paid. Did they not pay? Um, the last payment was 2015, five years ago. Insanity. That's absolutely like insane to me. But yeah, How, can, you, can you imagine that slave owners got paid because they were losing slave labour? As in, you got paid to give people their basic human rights. It's, it's, that's can you crazy imagine? to me. That's crazy. And slavery didn't end. They just changed it into a whole new system. Because mm-hmm. that's why America benefits from mass incarceration from black people. Mm-hmm. Hillary, go back on, on, the, on the history of Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and see the disgusting shit that they have done. That's why when they were trying to pick presidents, whether it was Trump or Hillary, it was both going to be... It was going to... It was both gonna end terribly because they're so both they're both as bad. But at least Trump is is openly bad. That she's 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 for the people. This woman, you have chopped your you and your husband have chopped. Ah, this, oh I my think, god! Oh my god! If you know their history, it'll make you so mad. Like it'll make you so angry. Speaking of history, actually, did you see the Sitting in Limbo documentary? Oh, you did a good segue, honey. <laughs> I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. I'm getting better at this. My segues are absolutely trashed. You need to be the segue queen. <laughs> oh, my days. No, but did you did you get a chance to watch it? I didn't watch it because I, I knew I was going to get angry and I don't feel like I was in a mental space to take it in yet. I'm definitely still going to watch it, but I just felt like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, because it's so recent, I'm not ready for that. I, no, I'm not ready for it. I just feel like okay for like for those who don't know what it was it was a drama that was based um on like following um a man named Anthony Bryan um during kind of his battle with the whole Windrush scandal that's going on so for people that don't know the Windrush generation was basically a group of immigrants from the Caribbean who were invited to the UK between 1948 and 1971 to basically help rebuild the country mm. but what happened with them is um a lot of them are basically being wrongfully deported or like threatened with deportation. Mm. So this kind of documentary or, or drama series actually, but it's quite close to the factual um, events that happened, yeah. um, basically followed his journey with the home office and kind of what happened. And for me, I, th- I think there was just all this talk about the fight being quiet on the yeah. TL or whatever, but as long as the scandal was still an ongoing thing, it can never be, quiet for me like me yeah. being a Caribbean descent as well I was very very triggered by this because these people could have e- easily been my grandparents this could easily be- have been a family member like this is very very close to home and the craziest thing f- about this for me was like the numbers so, like at the end of the at the end of the um program they basically kind of flash a couple of numbers on screen about like what the current situation is now mm-hmm. so even though this guy received his passport in 2018 he didn't get paid any like compensation until june the 1st this year huh? and like but be- bearing in mind this came out like i think on the like 12th or around the 10th of june right mm. so literally he didn't receive any compensation until the week before this program aired which is absolutely insane to me but then the- what's even worse was like i think in terms of compensation applications a hundred like 1275 applications were made and only 60 payouts have been made so if you like and how much have they been paid pennies can i probably, uh, probably like not that much and like even with this guy anthony bryan like he was only paid compensation for one of the claims that he was ma- making so i think the other one i don't even think he's been paid for that and i'm just like you have the windrow scandal you still have grenfell like oh, all of this God. stuff like my my biggest issue here is where are the Grenfell? Where are the survivors? Like there's a video yeah that that always comes up randomly where that um there's a I think she's even mixed race or light skin and she's like where are the survivors? And I ask the question all the time. She's like I'm not donating shit until I speak to a survivor. Who is the who are the survivors? I've never I'm that like, I've never seen online anyone saying I'm a survivor. Like where are they? Someone help me understand where, like, I need to be directed to, I need to, like, I need to be directed to them. Like, we need to know, I personally don't know where they are. No one does. 
And like well, even seventeen people did not die in that building. Seventeen people did not die in that building. A building full filled with five hundred plus people. Where are the survivors? Honestly, this is like I. I it's not even just that for me. It's like the also with um buildings that have like the flam- flammable cladding that was supposed to be removed from like so many buildings around London. That still hasn't been done either. It's like that, that, do you know what that was done? Um, I I saw them doing it to the block opposite me, and I was like. Do you know how long it took them to take it down? I'm like, I don't, it's just like that to me proves to me that like racism, one, is very rife in this country and two, like people just don't care because like when Notre Dame went up in flames, like you saw how the world literally just raised so much money. Everybody was like, you know, literally crying and rolling on the floor trying to like, you know, get their yeah. funds together to sort out that problem. And nobody knows where the Grenfell survivors are. Nobody knows what's going to happen with all the buildings that still have cladding in London. Like, and it's just been hush hush. No one's even talking about it. It's, it's crazy. Mate, it's actually absolutely mad. So much is going on. So much. Literally. Is, so much is going on. Um, we're getting released into lockdown for some reason. <laughs> We're getting released into the world. That's definitely everything is, everything is opening up. Can you imagine? Everything is opening up tomorrow. And when I say I'm tomorrow, re- Monday, because this is out tomorrow, but <laughs> things are opening up on Monday. <laughs> I'm really anxious, you know. I can't lie to you. As much as I want to get out, I'm just like, that second wave is going to be mad. I'm not, I, do you know, I can't lie to you, Ray. I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not. I'm tired of living my life in fear. I hear you. 2020 has stolen six months of my life. I know. I can't live life like I, I actually don't care. I don't give a damn. I don't give a heck anymore. I don't give a heck. I saw I people know, at right. a massive house party yesterday. I said, where, where was my invite? Because I'm tired. I want to socialize with my friends. I'm tired. I hear you, you know. I'm like, tired. I- do you know what? I think some I... restaurants are opening up again as well. Mm, I'm about to give me a cheeky cocktail. Eh? Now that I can do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd feel more comfortable if I didn't know that they were only doing this for economic reasons. <laughs> They're not doing it because it's safe. They're doing it because the country is losing money and they just need people to be out working so that they can yeah. like rebuild the country. That's literally all it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's countries, I think Paris is completely out of lockdown as well. New Zealand are completely out of lockdown, but they actually have zero cases ha- now. Yeah. They handled um, that really well actually. They, because every every you gotta think about it. every country that has dealt with this so well and recovered, who are the leaders? Women. But, mm, mm. <laughs> It's not a coincidence. Women, women. It's definitely not a coincidence. The people in the back heard you, Ray. All of the leaders are women. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not a coincidence. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't believe that's a coincidence at all. Respect on their names. A hundred percent. Names. Women. We run the world. Quite literally. Absolutely run the world. But um, I'm just. I'm not gonna come out on Monday. But I want to see because obviously Twitter is my life and updates me with everything. I just want to see people's antics. Um, yeah. But I do need to take a trip to Ikea. That's the one thing I know. <laughs> well, at least that sounds responsible. Like, that sounds like a, <laughs> a nice place to go. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, <laughs> we've got some positive news to share, though. Yeah. With, with Austin Darbo. Okay, um, Queen. Join, <laughs> <laughs> joining um, Atlantic Records as vice president, which is huge. Yeah. Big claps. That's a, yeah, that's a massive move. He's been working hard. He's been doing his thing in the scene. It's about time. I feel like we've seen him like maneuver from position to position. And for me, I'm not yeah, only happy to see him win yeah. because he's a black man, but also because he's someone that clearly has the expertise to be where he is. And I feel like yeah. he'll like, do this job really well. So I'm like really excited yeah. to see what he does. I mean, it's funny that you say that because there are certain... Um, black people in power who completely forget where they're from who completely i, I think the coon chip just their people and and they make their the, the, the black employees work 10 times harder than everyone else mm-hmm. but i feel like he, he will hopefully make her like a be a difference that we want to see because people are always like oh yeah we need more black people in um leadership we need more the correct black people in leadership because yeah. my experience in tv was caused hell 
the most traumatic time was caused by a COO who is a black woman. So we need the correct. <laughs> yeah. We need the correct. But she was raised by white people, so she ain't really black. So, um, <laughs> Like internal conflicts is going on yeah. there. That kind of makes sense. She sense. probably doesn't even really know herself, so I don't really cast her as black. But you know, black on the skin. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I definitely want. I think this is our this is our time, and I think we should just soak it up. I don't care. I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if people are saying, "Oh, people are only being given opportunities now um, because of what's going on." No, they deserve it because we've been working ten times hard. I don't care how it came about. But even if that is the case, though, like, provided that they have the skills to do the job, I really don't care because it's been about time. Yeah, it's been about about time. But even with Austin, like, his his promotion didn't happen by accident. He has been in the trenches for some time. Like, he was, like, a music programmer at One Extra. He was a CEO of a PR company. He was a music manager at One Extra. Then he was, like, senior editor um, at Spotify, then moved to Apple Music um, as the head of editorial. My guy's been quitting in work. Like, this didn't happen by accident. Yeah, I mean, so, I don't, I, when people are saying, "Oh, we need more um, minorities in in these positions," definitely start promoting the people that have been working. Don't come and bring someone random just try and mm-hmm. kind of fill up a space. That's even worse. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. even worse. That's because everyone will know. Worse. Yeah, we will. We'll, oh, we'll see it from a mile away. And then you're just making life difficult for that person because I guess people won't really respect them because they kind of know that they're just there because they were the, just the random black person that was picked oh you 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 know when they're trying to tick boxes you just know mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah more positive news stormzy's yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the same wave there stormzy my, stormzy my babes take it away Ray. oh my gosh <laughs> okay so stormzy has announced that he's going to donate 10 million to black British causes over the next 10 years. Round of applause for Stormzy because that's a lot of people. Reloaded, DJ, bring it up, we get top and everything at the end. Have you ever considered a career as a DJ? Or a salmon? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I did. Oh my gosh, guys, in my past life, I believe I would have been a DJ with pink hair. That would have been my thing. I promise you. I know it, oh I know it's God. the pink hair is so overdone, but definitely a hundred percent. Or I would have been definitely like DJ Duffy, because that girl is she's like my she's like yeah, that's me. Oh but yeah, God. anyway, Stormzy. Back to Stormzy. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, I think the one thing I like about this is like going back to what you said earlier about people not forgetting their roots mm. and him. This is something that he said in his statement, which was basically like, just because I've made it doesn't mean that racism doesn't exist. Yeah. I like the fact that he's not being blinded by his position or privilege yeah. and yeah. recognizes that just because he's been able to get to where he is, it doesn't kind of take away from the odds being stacked against us. Yeah. I like that he said that. I love him. I just love everything about Stormzy. I've loved everything about Stormzy. I've loved it. I've loved him. Honestly, and if he's looking for a regular schmegler girl, hey, boo. <laughs> I imagine shoot your shots. <laughs> no, but Hannah, I, I, I do want to work with him one day. Like, I really, really want to work with him one day because I just love everything about him. But I'm not gonna lie, yeah, that Guardian picture that he put up, I didn't really know that was him. I literally, I started cutting. I said, guys, why do you guys fall for this? They do this all the time, thinking they used the wrong picture of Stormzy. Um, the picture at the protest. From the protest. Yeah, yeah it doesn't actually, look like him. From a different angle, it actually does look like him. But from that angle, it didn't look like him. No, I genuinely thought it was the wrong picture as well. I kept looking at the picture like, this does not look like Stormzy. I, 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 yeah, I was, I, was, I was really baffled. <laughs> well, it's crazy, though, because him donating 10 million, it kind of makes me think, what are these corporations doing? Because right, and he's like, worth 20. Let's remember he's worth 20 million. So him being Apparently. able to donate 10, like... I'm sorry, these these brands definitely need to open their purse strings because... Open your purse! <laughs> because, like, what? This the is one man, you know? The phrases that I'm loving right now is, um, I'm going to keep it to... Uh, Virgil's. Virgil's with you. <laughs> um, open your purse! And um, read the read room. Read the room. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I feel like my favourite, though, is, is probably open your purse. I yeah. Like enough talking. Open your purse! Legit. Like, that's enough, one of my favourites. Enough, enough, enough. Enough, because too many of these brands we've allowed them to talk were so easily pleased, man. Hmm. Oh, no, I'm not talking about like every, every black person, but a lot of people are easily pleased. 
that's a nice segue, you know, into something else. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Gliz? <laughs> oh, gosh. Wait, no. Let's talk about brands first. Oh, Gossier, my God. Tomzy just donated money. Glossier are also donating 500k worth to black businesses. So they've split it into grants where 10k, I think 30k and 50k will go to black businesses. And you don't have to have a business. You only need a business plan. Can you can you imagine how amazing that is? That's that that's that a real so action. Amazing. Like... They, they are the only brand I have seen. First of all, I, I was back in PLT at the start, guys, but l- let me backtrack on that, but we'll get into that. Um, Glossier have been about it. First of all, they did 500K, no, five, yeah, 500K into the uh, Black Lives Matter organization. And, or, or was it funds and all? Oh, I think it was bailouts and stuff. I think they were going to like, I, I can't remember, but it's going into that direction. And they said the other 500K will go into black businesses. Be about it. Open your purse. Open your purse. Open your purse. I don't want to hear talking anymore. I want you to open your purse. Um, PLT, I think they are donating all of um the money from Sweetie's, Sweetie's collection. But Sweetie's collections. Mm. I wasn't like blown away. I don't know anyone. I, I don't think anyone's buying it. I think um. I think it's the old collection, but they've now just made it look like it's a new one because I was like, they made it look like it was a new one. I'm like, we know, we know it's not a new one. Mm. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very unimpressed with PLT at the moment, but at the same time, like, I know for I'm a fact that super people not. Mm. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm. I feel like I'm. I, the brands I'm super disappointed in is Opoly and Revolve. They have actually. Oh, they, they were written off on time there. They have <laughs> they shown were... their asses. I think PLT definitely. They, they can't get cancelled from me. I'm so sorry. I, I... That, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like I feel like even though like I'm not impressed with what they're doing, to say that I'm going to boycott them, I don't know about that. I I'm not personally spending there at the moment until I feel comfortable to put my money there. But I know that's not a realistic option for everyone. And sorry, I think I'm filming a hall today. Don't judge me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. Like a lot of us are probably not in the position to be paying like sixty pounds for a t-shirt. So realistically, brands like PLT yeah. appeal to us because yeah. they're if, where our pocket is. It's being bit like down ass disrespectful to the community. Like don't, they don't care. Like revolve emails. I, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I don't think this was in an episode, but Revolve emailed, um, I think Sasha, um, Krep's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she, she obviously tweeted about it and she said, oh, this brand has like basically come to me and they've said, basically, we need you to, f- to fill the quota. Okay, like, and, wow. And they're like, oh my gosh, was it Revolve? Oh my gosh, I got the same email. And they're like, we're definitely not working with them. That's you showing your ass. You're basically saying, oh, well, with everything going on, come on, come on this side, guys. Um, because they have never really, they've never really showcased black women um, on any of their things. Um, Opoly showed their asses, obviously, with the fact that they don't have anyone black on their team, and they use the same black girl every two weeks, Which the same insane. black mo- mo- model every two weeks. You're showing your ass. You're showing your ass. They have a whole separate page for like inclusivity. Like what? <laughs> Doesn't that defeat the purpose? We Doesn't that actually that. defeat the purpose? We like, will never forget that. I think, oh my god! I think PLT, there might have been. I don't. I don't know. What, they didn't. Obviously, they didn't. Um, they didn't give us the stats of how many black people worked there, but they were working with black models and black influencers beforehand. It's just obviously the influencer pay gap was apparently apparently mad which Mm -hmm. can easily be improved i don't think they should be written off i just think they need to be about their be about that action like beyonce queen beyonce say be about that action with pay gaps right do you think that's because people are purposefully underpaying people or is it that people don't know how to negotiate because i don't always think it's a race issue no, 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 no. It's a race issue. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. You think it's issue. always? Do you think it's always a race issue? One hundred percent. Yes. Okay. But, Why? But, I would say eighty percent inequality, twenty percent lack of knowledge. Okay. That, no, that's fair. That's fair. I no, definitely feel like. Let me say thirty percent lack of knowledge because the influencer um community is still like is still very new and everyone's still trying to figure out um what they should be charging and I think. 
it's just so important that these conversations need to be happening with your white influencer friends. I don't have white mm-hmm. influencer friends, so I can't really ask them, you know, mm-hmm. what you get paid. Um, but that conversation, that thank God for influencer gap, um, that new Insta page, which is kind of like revealing mm-hmm. um, things for everyone. It's just like, oh my gosh, you can actually get paid for, like with my following. I, I didn't know I could get one point five k. I'm I'm a I'm a have to. I have not been charging that much. So that knowledge just needs to be put out there. Um, but it's definitely, I've sp- I've been in places where I've spoken to brands. I'm like, you know, this is my fee. And they're like, well, no, we just want to gift you. Or they won't work at, with you at all if you don't accept the gifting. And it's more, that is pushed more onto black influencers. And then you always, and then you always find out the girl, the girl with the half the followers as me, half the engagement is getting one point five k, but they gave me gifting. Are you mad? Yeah, but because I've like I, I work in marketing, right, and I've done like a couple of influencer campaigns, mm-hmm. and like just like what people initially ask for, I've even seen disparity there. So that's why that's the why, why I asked the question because I feel like a lot is people just lowballing themselves. I've been, I've, I, yeah, because yeah, a lot of these 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 um brands that say we don't have budget or we don't have like whatever, unless you're working with a small business, nine times out of ten they do. Like, yeah. so for me, I'm just kind of like, oh, when honey, I, I know they have, but in TV they always <laughs> say we don't have budget. Oh, sorry, that two million pound budget is you don't. You, mm, okay, mm, okay. What mm. they mean is that they don't have budget for you, or they don't have the budget because you're not asking for yeah. what you deserve. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I feel like yeah, that that it is. I think lack of knowledge in a lot of cases, but yeah, of yeah. course. Um, I feel like people also feel like they can get away with certain things when it's a black influencer as well because is, we yeah, don't tend to ask yeah. for but the, the right. Is, when the black influencer does ask for her um for it, um, like so especially someone on a hundred k, like they'll be like, no, or oh, oh mm. my gosh, oh, um, an influencer tweeted saying, I just I've just been accidentally cc'd into an email that was about me. And basically the 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 management or whoever was dealing with the budget so that I can't believe she asked that. Who does she think she is? Oh wow. I mean, yeah, I guess that's that this is the point where race comes into it. She has a big following. Mm. So it's just like if someone mm-hmm. like that is getting <laughs> who does she think she is? Why? Why can't I ask for the same? But mm. you know why though? I feel like people only feel like that because we constantly lowball ourselves. If we all decided like this is what we're all asking for, yeah. the, the shock the shock wouldn't be there. Accepting free shit, man. Yeah, the shock factor wouldn't be there if we started actually. If we all just started like following suit and asking for what we deserve. Yeah, it would just be the norm. I think the whole cancelling culture is a bit difficult though. I think you should you should actively just withdraw from a brand if you don't believe in what they're doing you mm-hmm. should act like you don't need to scream it on the tl saying i can't like if you feel expect everyone to cancel a brand and be like walk along with you then darling you're gonna lose sleep at night um i just think do what you need to do there's certain brands i just don't i just don't mess with anymore and that's i don't need to scream about it i know i put money into black businesses like I literally actively went to look for a black beautician, beautician the other day. Now I have a black beautician. A, a girl tweeted on a TL that she um has a black owned car wash. I'm like, okay, you're my new car wash now. Like I'm making those active like decisions. Mm-hmm. Ooh, be about that action. Do what you can. If it's small, if it's big, some people can't withdraw from PLT because that's their budget. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. A lot of these uh, black brands, uh, small black brands especially. They're super expensive, and I understand the quality is there. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was trying to buy off of um, Hanifa, and I, I like when obviously she did the um, the virtual walk. I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to buy me a piece. I saw three hundred pounds. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, when it's maybe next time. I will come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do your thing, girl. Mm, thank you, Jesus. I, 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 it's not in my budget right now. I might have the money, but it's not in my budget. So mm-hmm. I have to settle for that twelve pound PLT dress. Because, you know, we all have to start off somewhere and I completely understand. I definitely will actively look for black brands alternative first. But if not, don't come and shoot me if I'm wearing that PLT dress. You better shut your mouth. 100%. Because mm. council culture is a pack of crap. Well, is it? Because, you know, they, they got our boy. Should we, should we segue? <laughs> nice segue. Oh my God, we're, we're really killing this. Isn't it? I can't lie. <laughs> Boy, how do you say that? Um, Gl- Gliz. Gliz, I think it's, I think that's how you say it. Gliz. Got yeah. our boy, Gliz. This is the this this should be in the Guinness Book of Records for the shortest shortest career, career ever. They got, they got 
got this nigga in, in 24 hours. 24 hours? Oh, my God. How can, you, how can he... Okay, so, guys, if you don't know who he is, because he's still quite new in the scene, he's an, um he's a white um rapper from London. He dropped a freestyle. Um, I, I, do you think it was to, like, kind of, like, to bring attention towards the new single he was doing with One Asen? Is that... Do you think that's why he, he dropped that um freestyle? I, I had no idea that was even happening until, like, I saw... One ace, I think it was one ace and push it, like or or someone um else push it. I had no idea he had a single comment. I didn't even know who this guy was. Okay, so. he was dropping. He dropped a freestyle, and his freestyle had um Yoruba in it, um which is a, a Nigerian language, and um you know it was getting a lot of attention. All like, yeah, yeah, he's hard, he's hard. Some people had an issue with um him speaking Yoruba. Um, some people were like, why are people so easily excited because he's speaking Yoruba? I mean, we've been forced to speak English, but nobody's saying that in there. Hmm, that's for another day but um... yeah I, I don't know even with that like I kind of when I first came across it I was like this is wavy but I don't know if I should be enjoying this so I straight away asked my Nigerian friends like I don't know guys I'm a bit uncomfortable with this are you guys okay with it other than me what did your Nigerian friends say they were like I mean it is what it is he's just you know he's just speaking Yoruba it is what it is and I was like all right cool but for me personally I was like I don't know yeah I don't know if I should yeah, it was one of those things where I didn't know if I should be cool with it, but because I'm not like yeah. Nigerian, I didn't I didn't know whether to be offended. So I was like, the freestyle was hard. I mean, if he spoke like Yoruba in in the in like if he actually spoke Yoruba properly, I think he like it would have even blown up. But um, someone decided to dig into his tweets just less than twenty four hours later and say this you and it was from I think it was from it was it from two thousand and fourteen because obviously I went offline because I, I just needed them. Twenty twelve, twenty. 13, I think, yeah, around I mean, that time. 2012, 2013, obviously, that was the, that's the era, era where everyone's tweets seems to be, like, the worst thing ever. And he had a, a lot of disgusting stuff said about black girls. And obviously, mm-hmm. um, within that 24 hours, he also released an apology statement because I think the TL was blowing up. I wasn't present on the TL, but um, I came on the TL for, like, five minutes to get a link from my DM, and I saw everyone moving mad, and I said, I've been away for how long everyone's moving mad? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I saw the little ruckus everyone was was getting into, and um, I I personally think his apology was was fine. Um, he mentioned in his apology that he kind of like followed. Like I think he has a lot of black mates, and he was just following what they were doing. Um, I'm not gonna lie, we're easily influenced, especially when you're young. You're easily influenced by your, mm-hmm. your friends. So if you you're around black boys and they're saying this and that by black about black girls, I would be surprised if he he was a part of that. I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's acceptable, but I, I'm not. I personally, I'm not writing him off. I feel like we all make mistakes. Mistakes. He says. I sorry. don't know. You know. Do you really? I don't know if you can come back from saying that black women are worse than rape. Did I don't he know say you, that? I don't know if you could come back from that. Did he say that? It's like hashtag worse than r- rape colon black word. women. I'm I like, I don't know about that. You know, like that's I a wild know, statement. I, I didn't say. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Um. I, I just like, I see that one, but I'm like, I, I, I'm being, I'm playing devil's advocate because I don't give a, I don't give a heck, I don't give a damn, I don't know the guy, um, mm. but I just feel like that, it's not an excuse, but everyone, no, nobody can tell me they weren't anti-black during those days, but no one can tell me like a lot of mm. people. Like, I wasn't anti-black. Yeah, I, everyone was. We everyone were. was. Everyone was, and there was a lot of rape jokes flying about, and there was a lot of like, there was a lot of inner like domestic abuse jokes flying about and you gotta remember we were so young back in them days like we didn't know nothing a lot of us were trying to find ourselves a lot of us were trying to figure out life by ourselves i don't think he should be crucified for uh, a mistake he made when we were young because i'm sure like i've said before if we dug into your past just because you got the all clear on twitter don't mean that you was a part of that 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 issue i don't know what it is though a lot of black women advocated for all that shit as well yeah yeah, that, that one I can't... Black, yeah. A lot of black boys... Um, um, I don't know why you lot were acting surprised on a TL by this white guy because a lot of you were part of that. Yes, you're, you're probably free from the, the the TL people finding your tweets because you've gone back and deleted them. Well, we see you. We see you. Jesus sees you, actually, not me. We see Jesus. <laughs> um, so you're thinking, oh, like, you're, you're scot-free. No, like, we all had... We were all very problematic back in the day. I, hands up, no, I was a very problematic little girl back in the days. That's not who I am anymore. So I, I feel like for me, I always, I always, I always show grace to other people because I, I understand you can change, you can grow, you can develop, and it's all about wanting to change. Obviously, if you still show those those things, 
in your current day and you haven't, there's nothing that's, that's shown that you've changed, then absolutely people can write you off. But I think 2012, 2013, 2014 was just a, a like, it wasn't long ago. Mm. Was it long ago? 2014 was definitely not long ago, but 2012, eight years ago. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's two things about this. The first thing is there's something to be said about people like intentionally going to like look for people's tweets. I don't know why that's suddenly like a reoccurring Mm. thing now. I feel like that a part of that feels very vindictive. So you saw this guy blow up you didn't like yeah, it so you yeah. decided to like do something Absolutely. to you tarnish his name yeah i think yourself. that's the first thing and the second thing for me is why is it that we do get so excited when we see someone who's not necessarily from our culture like embracing our culture because it's never the same energy in the reverse Absolutely. I don't know why. People people are so easily pleased. Like, oh my gosh, it really someone tweeted this as well. Someone keeps like we need to stop saying that you're basically black to white people because they're not. Yes. That is very problematic. That is very problematic because it igno- one, it ignores all the privilege that they have access to, yeah. but two, it also reduces what it means to be as black. As well as you're invited to the barbecue. There ain't no damn barbecue. Oh, please. Oh, I, th- oh, I hear that phrase a lot. Yeah. No more. Guys, stop it. Stop like, it. honestly, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I... They took down the video as well, you know? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't so, know that. Basically, I think I think um someone someone added one nice and saying I think he obviously did the preview of the their new track together and some girl was like, Well, you know, if you release this song, the blah 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 and then I think Mimi even tweeted like, You lot, if you think you could come on Twitter to chat about someone not releasing a song, you're actually all mad. Mm-hmm. But they actually took the song down. Did they really? They took the song down. Uh, oh does twelve really have this power? I mean, to an extent, especially if that if that's your target demographic. Like black if black Twitter is your target demographic and they're the people that are gonna be streaming you, you and like they're your main fan base, they're the people that are coming out to your shows or whatever, then yeah, I guess so. Because if 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 we're if we're looking at it, we're all in lockdown. So the people that are gonna be like really promoting your stuff most likely would have been black Twitter. So Mate, yeah, that was, I thought, I thought, right, I just thought, because we were all like, do you know how me, the music industry works, Twitter's just 1%, but they took that video down, so, hmm, Twitter might have more power than we think. I mean, Oh, we definitely do. Twitter doesn't, but, do you know what, yeah, one thing I realised, yeah, is, is white people watch our Twitter so hard. Oh, my days. White people watch our Twitter so hard, they're taking notes, guys, I promise you, because when I used to sit in meetings, yeah, I swear to you, they would mention everything that was happening on Black Twitter, and I'll be there like, rah, they're really watching us, you know? Do you remember that, like, RS meme? Like, the one where he, like, has his finger, like, pointing to his head, like, telling, telling people to think about it. Like, do you know that? Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So imagine now that that dropped, and then, like, a couple of months later, like Super, like, Super Mario had, like, Mario in the same, like, meme position. And I'm like... No, does Black Twitter actually realize the reach that they well, have? That, that's, why do you As think in a whole think, Nintendo. Why do you think racism? Because they know how powerful we are. 100%. They know how powerful we are. Like, people are watching Twitter hard. Let's talk about the the Vogue um challenge. Oh, now, God. Vogue have now uploaded all these challenges. Y'all done gave them free content. Free content. Y'all done gave them free content. Y'all must. Y'all done gave them free content. Guys, we could have done really? like Ebony or Essence. Come on, man. We really could have. What is wrong with you lot? At least the black magazine. Who, I don't know who that fam. What's her name? Um, is it Anna Winter? Who owns it? Anna, who's it? Anna Winter? Who owns that? Who's that white woman that owns it? That white woman basically said that, oh, um, we've never been able to, something about like, something like, oh, we've never been able to bring in black creatives or create a space for them. Bitch, you've been in the industry for 30 years. You're telling me not one black person wanted to come in. As in, huh? yeah, it is, is Anna Winter. You did not want to make, yeah, her, who, her, hmm, yeah. She, you didn't want to make an active, you just didn't bother. Literally. Because that vote, cha- that vote challenge highlights how much black talent is out there from models to photographers to creatives mm-hmm. fam like i'm like 
I'm I'm genuinely confused as to how we allowed this to happen. But I think it was one of those things where one person did it and it just snowballed from there. Yeah. And I was just like, it's it's so ironic that well, not even ironic. I think it's just it's a bit sad that we did it for a corporation that in reality does not care about black people or black. Are they people. hiring us? Let me know. I don't even know. I want to know how many black people in their office. Let me know. Okay, come back to me. Okay, cool. How many black people have you had on your cover? Let's start there. <laughs> like, not even like, we'll, we'll, and then we'll, we'll I'm, work I'm it not, down. I'm not interested to the first black woman on the ver- No, we're not doing that. As anymore. in, however, like, Ray, what do you think needs to happen? Because we're saying, so I was thinking, like, I tweeted this year. Everyone aired me because everyone's a bastard. But um, I tweeted, so guys, yeah, we're all saying we're boycotting these brands. So, like, moving forward, how do we get these black influencers included if we're boycotting these brands? No one could answer me. What are we actually going to do moving forward? Like, that's what that's the one place I'm stuck at. Like, we're asking to be included in these spaces, but then we're, we're saying, actually, I'm not interested in being in these spaces, which I completely understand. Like, a brand emailed me saying, you know, we would love to have you, blah, blah. Mate, your, your feed is full of Caucasian women, and this product doesn't even look like it's for me. Um, so I'm definitely not going to be part of this, but if every black person does that, then they will never... Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? The way I see it is that, is it something that we can build ourselves? If the, the answer to that... It takes so long sometimes. It is, but it, it does, but then there are, there are like stuff that already exists. So if it... This, this is the kind of how I'm seeing it. So if we can... Can we build it ourselves? If it's something like a corporation like Apple, where in reality, trying to build something like that for ourselves, the length of time that's going to take, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Then that's where include like inclusivity and diversity... Is the is the is the part. I, think, I think if you have the support, then yeah, try and build it. Because I was kind of like disappointed when Monroe went to Loyal. Back to L'Oreal. L'Oreal, yeah, I was very. We would have all supported her if she started her own thing. If she started her own thing, we would have all supported her. I think she would have like it wouldn't have been. I'm not saying it would have been easy for her, but I think she's got enough supporters and connections to do her own thing. But then my friend was like, I don't think it's that. I think for like it's it's better to try and dismantle the system from the inside. And I said I completely understand, but. I just don't agree with what they did. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, it's like, I, it, it would be the equivalent of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think, maybe like Colin Kaepernick going back to the yeah. team that didn't support him. I don't think he would do that. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like because of what they did to her, her signing up with like another brand wouldn't have made, made me mad, but it's the fact they did. she signed back up with the same brand. Mm. I feel like the, the message that's sending out is, you all have a price. We can all buy you. Like, yeah. Yeah. and I and I don't think that's the the type of message we want out there. Like, absolutely not. If we pay you enough, you'll forget about racism. That's literally how it felt. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> speaking of p- paying people, I genuinely believe yeah with this Acorn and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> if you see the happy dance, I just did. But no, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, like. Oh my god! Like, I think these labels are definitely paying Nicki Minaj and Akon some crazy money to feature with. No, I, I, I don't agree. I don't agree. You don't you know think why? so? No, because Nicki Minaj is a fucking attention seeker. Because this woman <laughs> tried so. Do you don't want to watch that trolls that trolls video? You didn't see. She didn't have to get naked. Do you know I what? I didn't see it. Oh my gosh! No, please, please, please go and look at the visuals now on your phone or something. Because I actually want to actually really need to talk about this because this is getting on my damn nerves. Nicki Minaj, you don't need to be doing all of that anymore. Why are you so desperate to stay relevant, sis? You don't need to anymore. You actually don't. Like you're you're above that now. I'm not saying that she can't twerk all that, but it's just that it's too. It's like it's more than before. Oh God, I've seen what you're talking about. Um, Can you see what okay. I'm talking about? No. She don't need to. No. Uh, let me know. Does Nicki Minaj, a well-known rapper across the world, need to do that? She doesn't need to, but I think she it's a thing to where that guy, that guy that we will not name because I don't give a damn anymore. <laughs> oh my God, I think like her career's on the decline, and she clearly has nothing to lose. With most yeah, people you've, believing you've that she's. Offenders. You've been around a guy who's not part of the culture. Who's who is disrespectful to the culture. You just you you just show your ass all the time. I'm actually tired. Like I tried to give her t- like I tried to give her because Nikki, Nikki be giving us music that we love. Like body should have came out, but it never came out, but we're still using it on TikTok. Um mm-hmm. 
I love Yikes. There's so much music that she could be doing that she doesn't need all of this this stupidity that she does. But yet she wants to show her ass all the time. So sis, you can stay there. You can be there. But no, and, and really I don't know what Akon is doing as well. Yeah, that surprised me. That really better. shocked me. I was like, that's the one where I was like, Nikki, I can't, I can't lie, the Nikki one they've done a track before, I kind of like low key expected it, I don't really care. But Akon, sorry, what? Like, you that's literally like lighting up countries with, with your products, and you're like, I don't, I, you don't need to do this. Like, I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't have any words. It's beyond me. No, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely speechless. Like, that's why I feel like the labels have to be paying him some stupid money because what other, what other explanation is there? I don't based know. on, uh, based on like a standard moral compass, like I feel like most people wouldn't associate with this guy, so it has to be the money. Like it, it can't. I can't think of any other reason because it's not the music. Like he's not gonna make great music, so it's not that. Like this is this can't be like oh someone. I want to work with because I feel like their music really speaks to me. It's definitely not that. Um, and I feel like, I, I don't know. Yeah, where did their path cross? Do you understand what I mean? This is what I'm saying. It has to be the labels because what? Like, I don't, I don't understand where they would have been in the same circles. I don't know, man. I'm just like, I'm, I mean, I'm actually over it. Nicki Minaj, I'm just, I told you, I don't have a time or a day for that girl. I don't. Yeah. I mean, we all know that, like, you know, Akon clearly has a flair for the dramatic. He was responsible for Lady Gaga. So, you know, but it's like, even still, I, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Should we get into music of the week? You might as well, child. <laughs> Where do you want to start? <laughs> I actually have been listening to music and um, it was so weird to listen to new music, you know? I don't know. I couldn't get into the flow of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So, how, did you listen to the Chloe and Halley album? Um, I did. Mm. <laughs> you don't sound like you were impressed at all. Do you know what? Um, the Classic Manny, um, guys, go and check out his podcast. Um, he's lit. Um, he was saying, yeah, that um, he's always fought Chloe and... Is it Harley or Haley? I feel like it's Haley, but I could be pronounced the wrong. I think it's Haley. Why you call him Harley? It's Haley. Haley, yeah, Haley. Um, he was like, "Oh, their music always sounded like witchcraft music," and I didn't understand. I was like, "No, it's never." I'm like, "The devil! The devil is here!" Oh my god! Oh my gosh! I like they dropped "Forgive Me" as well. I absolutely hate it so much. I only like two, no, three tracks on there. It, um, which is "Do It," obviously, mm-hmm. "Busy Busy Boy," and there's another track that it's whatever, whatever you. Oh, what's the? Is it whatever? No, I need to find it. Hold on. It's whatever. Oh no, wonder what she thinks about me. Or that was one of my favorites. Yeah, that, those... wonder what she thinks about me. That's it. Yeah. Even the Mike Will made it track. I didn't like that one at all. I wasn't, do you know what, like, none of the, the tracks that they've actually, like, put out as singles have been, other than Do It, have been, like, um, my favourites. My favourite was, yeah, that was, that was a good song. Um, and the video is amazing. For, forgive me, forgive me, sorry, why were their I wasn't eyes a fan. lighting up, their nails lighting up, oh, this is witchcraft. No, Manny, I understand what you were saying now. <laughs> I mean, Which, the album is called The Ungodly Hour, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, mm, mm. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no. no. Oh, do you know what? Speaking like of ungodly music as well, pop smoke music. I can't listen to dead people's music. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I can't like. Uh, is it just me? I feel uncomfortable. I couldn't. I vibe, feel uncomfortable. I couldn't, I couldn't. Like the boy is dead. Especially it being so soon as well. Like I feel like. So, so soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, could, I can't. This year we're still in 2020. I can't listen yeah. to that properly. I don't like them. I'm so sorry. I like the song, but I couldn't vibe to it. That's the same with me. Like I, I listened to it. I was like, even though it's not my usual vibe, the fact that I was enjoying the song made me uncomfortable. So I was just kind of like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't listen to this. No, I, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I'm so sorry. Did you hear the um, Don't Rush remix? I love it. I don't, I, yeah, I love it. I'm sorry. I love it. Oh, do you, oh I, I, I don't know. I know we heard the preview and we were like, why? Why? Why would you do this? I do. I, I'm not. I'm not loving it, but I don't think it's that bad. I actually love the baby. That's why I. It might be a thing. Mm. 
mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't really love the baby, you would probably think this is so pointless. I just thought I do think it was a weird link up though. I, I wouldn't. It's a money it. move. Yeah, a hundred percent. I I wouldn't. Um, if they were saying that they were bringing out a remix, and guess who? I would have never guessed the baby. Like at all. At all. For I, me, I like. Yeah. With with the remix, like for such a popular track, if you're gonna remix it, it has to be seamless. And to and for me, it just wasn't. It wasn't it's bad. Like it was popped in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't feel seamless. And this is actually not even the only remix they have. So they have like a Latin one with an artist <laughs> called, um, yeah, I, I listen, yeah. They have a no, have a, no. I gotta applaud them. That's a good move. That's yeah. a good move. Because the Latin music space is, mate. If you can get into the Latin scene and the Korean scene. Mate, you've done it. Listen, yeah, you've gone clear, literally. You've so the, the the Latin remix is with an artist called Raul uh, Alandro. I think I pronounced that right. Ra- Raul Alandro. Yeah. I'm sorry to uh, the Latin community because my I know I butchered that name. Um, but yeah, the Latin... Like <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know what? Like, that remix was so seamless. Was it? So wh- had, had, having heard that, like even though I didn't understand a word my guy was saying, it sounded lit. I love Latin music, you know. I'm like, such a Latin girl. Oh my god, I love it. Like uh, honestly, like the the remix made made me want to go and learn the language. Like legit. Like I I was like I need to know what he's saying because no, nah, this is lit. Wait, so, like, like, like my favorite little mix song is in Latin. That's how much I love Latin music. Oh, I love I love Latin music. So for me, having heard that and then hearing this, I was like, yeah, no, it this didn't do it for me. But no. that being said. Clear money mood moves so like you know collect your bags collect your coins i'm not mad at it bag. i'm actually happy for them um kojo funds is back don't you dare i'm not even giving it <laughs> i'm not who's vanessa we don't know because we didn't listen to the damn song i'm joking i did listen to it don't like it Ah, oh, do you know what's funny? Like, if we weren't reviewing it, I probably wouldn't have listened to it either. I'm kind of bored of his inconsistency, if I'm being honest. Oh my gosh, I really hate that he just keeps popping up. It's really annoying. And then disappearing. Like, it's not a bad tune, but I just feel like, was I blown away? No. Like, it goes back to what I said, and kind of like, whenever he's on a track, just him, it just feels like there's something missing. So for me, it's just kind of like, yeah. Yeah, 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 Vanessa, no. It's a for me, darling. Oh my gosh. Okay, how about Tiana Taylor? What did you think of? I love, you know, I love Tiana. Like, she's my name's I was just gonna say it's because she's on music. I'm gonna not love. No, I, no, I thought it was so cute. Like, I just love her. I love how she just is, a, is an embodiment of embodiment of black love, black mm-hmm. success, whilst just being herself. Like, I love the song. Um, her husband being on it didn't sound out of place. I really liked his verses. Mm-hmm. Um. I loved it. I loved the track. I loved the video. I think the video is so cute. The way they just reveal the baby. I love it. I like I like her. So for me, like she has like a very distinct tone to her voice, which I think always gives her an advantage. Um, so like musically, I don't really tend to be disappointed by what she makes. I think her music is always good. But that yeah. being said, I don't think there was anything particularly memorable about this track. No, yeah, I completely agree. It wasn't like super special it wasn't like oh my gosh this is for no it was yeah yeah so i feel like it was yeah. it was nice but it's like am i gonna remember this probably not so that's yeah. just kind of how it felt yeah okay I, I i agree um i really liked um dolapo's um, new track as well it's all right, it's all right. i feel like she should be further than what she is though yeah i i'd agree with that i feel like really, it's coming there like she has her own <laughs> Like obviously, there's a lot of like UK female artists, but I, I do, I don't think she's just like drastically in her own lane. But there is definitely something about her. Mm-hmm. Like there is definitely something. I love the video as well. Is it a video? Or... Yeah, I think I think the video is out now. Yeah, yeah, I think I did see the video. Actually. Yeah, I like it. I don't have any complaints about it. What do you for for me? Like she's got a very like delicate and sweet voice so for me yeah. the, the thing I loved the most about the track was kind of the contrast of what she was actually saying with yeah. like the sweetness and innocence of her voice yeah. she was basically like she's basically talking about sex which is quite yeah. like her contrast um and I like it because it's just something that you didn't expect and I, I like the, the clear 90s vibe that she has going on like yeah. that's a, a very clear influence even with her aesthetic so yeah no complaints yeah, on that, I absolutely that. love it I mean, I'm kind of biased because everyone knows I love R&B. So it's kind of like I was never really going to hate it. I 
Absolutely. You know. <laughs> There's too many of us on, on this platform who love love R and B. We need <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Rebecca Winter, selfish. Yes, that's been on repeat all day since yesterday, but I heard it before, so I mm. well, and I had it on repeat, but I love that song. Um, well written as well. I yeah, I love it. I you love what my friend she's been doing as well for it. Like she did some like interesting lives for it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the thing is about this track, right? I don't even think it shows us a fraction of what she's capable of. I don't think. Rebecca, mm -hmm. I can't wait for Rebecca to blow. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah. I feel like. She's so talented. mm -hmm. She's so talented, man. This track definitely felt like a teaser track, like almost like a warm up. Like, guys, I'm just letting you know I'm back now. Um, So, yeah, like I've done my first EP. This is kind of like the reintroduction to me. Just wait and see what I have coming. That's kind of what it felt like for me. Definitely. But um, favorite tracks, what you've been listening to, what's been what's been on your your? Can we do two each? We do. Two I don't each. even know. I don't even know if I can come up with two, but you can you can try go on. <laughs> I'll take me me spot. It'll be me you then me again. Um. So I've been listening to Light Skin Keisha. I absolutely love her. Like talk that talk is what I've been listening to right now. I don't like one thing about Light Skin Keisha, yeah, is her voice doesn't match what she looks like. So when you're watching her rap, it looks like watch talk that talk. It doesn't look like it her voice is very I wouldn't say weird, but it just doesn't sound like she is that person rapping. But I mm -hmm. love her. I love her attitude. I I think I've started listening to her more because um I watch her YouTube channel with her man, uh, and I love them. Right. Okay. I'm I'm getting sucked into that. You know, watching relationship relationship vlogs now you know quarantine has made us all mad so this is my new madness but um i just love her personality i think she's so funny like i didn't know i didn't expect her to be that funny but obviously mm -hmm. i got introduced to her from love and hip-hop and she's just she's just a vibe talk that talk i'm gonna walk that walk so i'm gonna be about that business be about that action but yeah okay mine um one track that I like came across and I was like really, really surprised because it's like a very indie vibe, but the artist is a black, a black woman. And I, like, you don't really hear a lot of black people doing indie, particularly here in the UK. So I was like, oh, this is really, really interesting. So yeah, I, um, her name is Arlo Parks and the song's called Creep. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of something that came, that came across my desk this week. You that I was like, oh, new people that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's my purpose. You want, in, you in want, this you bring you someone you don't know, but it's gonna sound so damn dope. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my vibe at the moment. I'm I'm like that's something I would like to see actually, like more black indie artists, just black like artists outside of kind of yeah. the pigeonholed genres that they keep trying to force us in. Yeah. So yeah. Very true. And um, yeah, guys, it's me, me. So the track that I've been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, you don't sound like that. I swear you don't sound like that. <laughs> no, no, it's you guys. It's me. 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 Oh, oh, I'm at last. I'm at last. I'm at last. That's a bit more accurate. Oh, 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 wait, I'm not even ready. Wait, wait, I'm not ready. Wait, okay. So the. <laughs> I'm finished. I'm actually for so, um, so I've been having this track on replay as well. It's a girl called Leanne La Haven, Paper Thin. I feel like you'll love her if you don't know her already. That song, that song, I feel like we should be doing previews of songs because that song is actually magical. Like, I really love it. So Leanne um, La Haven, Paper Thin, absolutely love that track. Um, it's like R&B soul. She's got like an airy voice. I'm just here for it. But yeah. What you got planned for this week? Um, I'm about to don't shoot me guys, but I'm about to shoot a Zavra haul and a BLT haul. But check it out on my channel. <laughs> don't kill me. Oh I, I ordered before everything blew up. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh my god. I would have still ordered after it. Nobody judge me. <laughs> But that's what I'm doing today for the rest of the week. Um, I haven't been as productive as I used to be. I'm kind of struggling with productivity. Um, I feel like I'm spending a lot of time on social media, and I'm trying to cut that. Mm -hmm. But um, I've got some. I've got new brand partnership actually, um, which make which forces me to be on social media 
whilst I'm getting paid. So still, it's, it's quite good. Okay. But yeah, that's it. Um, what, what am I doing this week? Um, we have a live. We have an Instagram live on Wednesday. Um, we're going to go live. live. You're always active. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to be. Yeah, that's so it's going to be um, with a um, A&R just discussing kind of what it actually is, what it's like being a black A&R, that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, that's going to be on the Industry Me page on Instagram, mm. Industry Me Official. I'm not going to spell that because I'm definitely going to spell it wrong because it always happens. <laughs> no, nah, spelling. Thank God for spell check because boy, um, it's not it's, it's not easy. The ghetto is here. The ghetto is here. Oh my god. No, there's just times I'm trying to spell something on my phone and the iPhone doesn't even recognize the words I'm trying to spell. (laughs) But we move. Yeah, so that's what's happening. But yeah, we have come to the end of episode seven. Wow. Wow. Can't believe I can say that. It is. It is. So, Tiana, where where can they find you? Y'all should be following me on Instagram and Twitter. I just hit 5K on Instagram. So, 10K soon so I can get the swipe up and get more money. Amen. Amen. Um, but yeah, you can find me on social media at T E E Y A N A A R O M I. And you can find me at Ray Sang XOXO. That's R A Y S A N G XOXO. Oh my God, guys, I smelled it right. <laughs> I'm so done. And guys, make sure you are following our all our Ramshi platforms where we'll be giving you the latest music, the latest content, and everything you need to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Bye. Bye.